I've got a message for you, and you're not going to like it. Pretty for death. Woo! That sounded half-hearted. Let me try it again. Woo! There we go. Hello. That was real excitement. Genuine American excitement. American-made excitement. 100% made in the USA, baby. How's it going? We're back with low-level rage. I'm very far away from my microphone, and it's making it difficult to get the appropriate mic level. Just here. Okay, good. Oh, good. I'm glad I checked yep. the levels before you did that. Um, well, what happened? Did I just pull out the... What happened? Well, you just moved closer. Oh, yeah, well. I like to keep every. I like to keep you on your toes. And, I hate you. Uh, the listeners on their toes. But I don't like to be on my toes, basically. Everyone else should be on their toes. I should be sitting pretty on my hiney. That's the ideal setup. Mm. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, let me uh, back announce the music. What did we hear? Right as the bass kicks in. Perfect timing. We heard the fall Marky Smith's The Fall. That's actually their 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 full name is Marky Smith's The Fall. With Totally Wired. From grotesque, parenthetical, after the gram. Before that, Scott Walker. Not the hateful Wisconsin politician. The lovable Ohioan singer. I think he's from Ohio originally. I want to say he's basically an English expat now, though, so which is fine. I said that look a little bit derisively. I totally respect that he rejected America and moved to England. I respect his life choices, basically, is what I'm saying. How good of you. Yeah, I'm pretty, uh, I'm pretty beneficent. I'm totes beneficent. Um, before that... Explosions in the Sky with Have You Passed Through This Night. And that's from what album, Lauren? Those Who Tell the Truth Shall Die, Those Who Tell the Truth Shall Live Forever. Mm. 2001. That is a excellent example of an album name that a post-rock band would choose. It's great, whatever. It's great. Oh, I like it. It's one of their better re- record titles. I think my favorite "Explosions in the Sky" uh, in the Sky album is "Explosions in the Sky." Keep on exploding. That's my favorite one. How about "Explosions in the Sky"? Fire in the hole. Fire in the hole's good. Uh, I also like "Explosions in the Sky." Um, about to blow. It's a good one. It's 
pretty good. Yep. Uh, yeah, before that, starting us off, starting to set off, Australia's Eddie Current Suppression Ring from their eponymous debut album. I think it's their debut album. I shouldn't have said that because I actually don't know. Somebody didn't do his research. And that was Winter's Warm. Which is a, you know, it's getting colder out, so I just thought I'd play something a little bit bit, uh, seasonal. It's not actually winter. But here's the thing. I mean, this is like common Chicago... It's like a Chicago cliche. We have like what two? It's the whole. We have two seasons: winter and construction. Is that the dumb, yeah. the dumb joke? Yeah, Ugh. it's bad. Unfortunately, it's true. Kind of true. We do get a proper fall. I feel like sometimes once in every yeah. four years. Sometimes maybe. it just goes right into winter. Um. Oh no! Oh, what did you do, Tim? Nope. Good. Great. That music just repeated. That's fine. Um, Woo! Yeah, yeah, you like, all don't have to take shots. Everything's yeah, fine. Oh, yeah. We, yeah, we should maybe... I don't know if we should do this time, but we should start outlining the uh, the low-level rage drinking game, which we probably don't have enough actual listeners to encourage a drinking game. Well, Emma is drinking bourbon, so at least one of our w- listeners could. Good. I encourage alcohol consumption. So far, there's one rule, which is... Was it technological problems or the bed music dies? I think bed music dies should be one of them. Um, I think other I think tech problems is maybe too general. Yeah, I think um, maybe like they shouldn't all be shot rules too. They should be sip. They, there should be sip rules. Skype is too quiet. That should be another one probably. No. Right. How about Skype? Sounds like you're underwater. There you go. Underwater Skype call. Because um, that's that's a that's a goodie. Tim Tim says something that. Uh, Lauren finds disgusting. This doesn't happen that often. Like maybe it happens like what twice a show, probably. Where I actually make you groan with one of my witticisms. It depends. Yeah. Um, let's see what else. It would be uh, okay. So, so we have um, bed music dies. Underwater Skype call. Tim uh, disgusts Lauren. Disgusts. That's a hard word to say. Tim disgusts Lauren. There we go. Nailed it. On the third try. Um, Let's see. We discuss Marky Smith in some capacity other than (laughs) announcing the theme song. Marky Smith gets a name check. That that should be a, a shot, probably, right? Maybe. I don't like these. I don't like these drinking games that are shot based. Well, I sip. Is I fine. prefer sip based drinking yeah. games. We don't, we don't. Yeah, I don't want anybody to get hurt. Anyway, so that's 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 a good start. We can think of more as the show goes on. Perhaps that'll be like a a subtopic, a running subtopic. Um, but yeah, so we, we have a few low-level news items. Low-level news. No news is 
low level news. What was it? No, low level news. What was what was the slogan? It's not no news. Okay, yeah, low level news. It's not no news. There we go. That's it. There's the our catchy slogan. Uh, let me break out my notes here that I took five minutes before the show started. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so uh, uh, in personal news, I found out that I passed the Illinois bar. On Wednesday, Wednesday, that's the proper pronunciation, right? Um, which is good, good news because I thought I would had failed for some reason. Because uh, I'm very pessimistic. I'm not even going to pretend that I'm realistic. I'm just pessimistic. So, but I found out on my birthday that I passed the bar. I turned thirty-one. That was a veiled request for presents. Oh, yeah. I mean, people can send me presents anytime they want, really. It doesn't have to be my birthday. Just go crazy. You know, you can just send me a present for being a good guy. Um, send me a present for all the great tweets I, I make and share with the world. There's really any number of reasons why people should give me things. Please only send him singing birthday cards. <laughs> That'd be great. I totally would take that. It's fine. Um, what else did I have here? Oh yeah, and so I, I uh, in celebration, uh, did not go out Wednesday night. Went out yesterday because uh, that was more. Was that your party? I guess so. Oh, that's great. It's cool that I wasn't there. Well, you were there. You were there for a lot of it. Lauren has to work early, so she wasn't able to stay. So right when late. all the people who went to your party showed up, I well, left. It was, one, it was like just it was like an additional person. It was a group of like four people hanging out. That's not a party. That's a that's like a a meeting. It's a fun. It's a fun meeting. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You could whatever hang out for longer. Well, you could have uh, hung out for longer and then gotten two hours of sleep. I've been miserable. Someone's responsible. Yeah. It's me. I'm responsible. It's, 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 not, my, it's not my fault. I, I didn't. I, I don't. I don't uh, determine your work hours. Oh, you don't set the party rules either. It's true. Oh wow! I'm right into the the, the kraut rock background music. That's fine. That was an accident, but actually, I'm kind of into it. Um, but yeah, so I got too drunk yesterday, and now I'm kind of hungover, uh, which I, you know, I, I probably could have just kept it to myself because I don't think anybody would have noticed. But I, I feel like full disclosure is important, you know. Like I don't want to. I, 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 I feel like uh, I don't want to keep any secrets from the low-level rage listeners. Other than there are many things I actually want to keep secret from low-level rage listeners, so that's a lie. Uh, but you know, <sighs> do you guys know how to get a full wheelbarrow up some stairs? Because you, I do. Why, why did they, why, why why did you have to bring things in a wheelbarrow in a wheelbarrow upstairs? What was the what was the the goal of that? Because we cut a bunch of weedy species and we had to remove the material that we generated okay that makes and i sense. wasn't going to carry it in my arms that checks out 
If you don't know how to get a wheelbarrow up the stairs, I don't know what to tell you. It's a secret. I have lots of secrets. What's not a secret is that I too passed a test this week. I passed my fire tests. I am on paper certified to fight wildland fire f fires, which probably means that if I actually had to do it right now, I would perish. And you actually took the test a few days ago. Like you took it like what, what on on Wednesday? Is that right? Oh yeah. Yeah. Okay. Because I took I took the bar in late July and had to wait three months to find out if I passed it. Well, two two months. I know how to count months. Guys, don't anyone ever, don't let anyone tell you that I don't know how to count months. Months? Months. Man, I'm really just like bungling my enunciation tonight. What's a good, do you know any good like uh, enunciation practice things? Other than like the rain in Spain falls mainly on the plane. I don't know what to tell you. If you know any uh, fun enunciation practice sentences, call us on Skype. Low level rage. I gotta blow up this wheelbarrow thing because okay. the, lis the listeners demand it. There are plural listeners right now. At they least, have, at least two. There, is, there are more than two. You turn it around. Hmm. And you go up the stairs first. Oh, that makes sense. And you drag it behind yeah. you. Yeah. Oh, if you tried to do it the other way, that'd be terrible. Physically, not really possible no. to do it the other way. Awful. As for the secret of how to navigate a wheelbarrow up and down many cracked flag stairs, I don't know actually what to tell you. I can do it, but it is complicated. Don't do a job where you have to do that i guess yeah it's good for your quads where are your quads Wait, is that that's a muscle right yeah the stuff in your wheelbarrow doesn't fall out if you have packed your wheelbarrow correctly where are the, where are the quads answer my question i want to know where the quads are oh it's like the front of your thigh okay i thought so but i didn't want to look foolish and guess wrong You know, fun fact about this background music right now. Uh, this is one of the first songs I, I learned how to play, uh, like play with, like play along with. I'd like I would like make stuff up over it. It's the first song I felt comfortable like improvising to. I can call it improvising, right? That's fine. That's a that's an accurate description of that. I don't know. I haven't heard it. Yeah, fair. It's, yeah, fair point. For all I know, you were noodling. I, yeah, well, noodling is improvising. Not necessarily. Sometimes it's just noodling. It's just making... The uh, guy who lives across the street from me and noodles on his electric guitar outside on Wednesday sometimes, he noodles. I think noodling implies that you're making stuff up, though, doesn't it, usually? Or but it's he... a, noodling is a specifically about quality. Oh, uh, okay. If you're the worst at improvising, you you're noodling. Yeah, okay. I don't actually think you were noodling, but I have no way of knowing. I was probably noodling. I'm pretty sure when I was improvising to, croft, to Krautrock 
when I was 22, it was probably not very good. <laughs> Just guessing. It's very soothing background music. It's making me sleepy. Is it? Okay. Well, I won't repeat it. But yeah, so uh, just a couple more low-level news items. This is very like uh, this is very uh, laid-back show so far. Yeah, I can right? deploy a fi- an emergency fire shelter in twenty-five seconds. That's pretty cool. Looks like a burrito, right? Kind of foil. It looks like a giant burrito. Yeah, like the 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 foil, a foil covered burrito. And if you deploy it wrong, you get baked to death. It's great. <laughs> That's not really funny. I'm laughing. Fire's uh, pretty terrifying, see. guys. Talked about passing the bar. Talked about being hungover. Uh, my, my beard's coming in nicely. My winter beard, Lauren. Don't you think? Looks great. Thank you. Very majestic. Mm-hmm. I don't get enough compliments on my beard. I think people should really, like... People should compliment me more about it. It would make me feel nice. If you see me and you have positive feelings about my beard, please feel free to say, feel free to say something. Don't be shy. And if you don't have positive feelings, too bad. Well, yeah. I don't want to hear, I don't want to hear your negative beard thoughts. Keep those to yourself. Beard positivity. That's what I say. Except for people who have like creepy beards. There are there are creepy beards, right? Like the, the chin strap beard. Not good. It's a bad look. It's not a beard though. No, it's technically a beard. It's just it's not facial hair. Yeah. It's like barely a beard. It's like it's like like you know the what's the what's the kind of mustache that John Waters has? Is that like a, a pencil pencil thin? What do you call that? Uh, like one where it's like just barely like a little bit above your lip. You know what I'm talking about? Kind of. I don't know what he looks like though. Oh, I'll, I'll show you a picture here. Yeah, like this. I can't see that photo from here. Okay, I'm sorry. I'll make it bigger. Jeez. I don't see why you have to be mad at me. Well, you said it like it, it, it was... It sounded a little accusatory. It's okay. It's fine. Moving on. Right. Right? Like, it's just like... It's it's like... First of all, that has to be so much effort to maintain that, that mustache. Right? Like, getting the, the razor so that it doesn't chop it off. Like what's what's the point? What are, you, what are you trying to prove, John Waters? You get it. You can grow a creepy mustache. I can't stop looking at his mustache now, and it's kind of weirding me out. So I'm just gonna close that tab. There we go. Um, what else is there for low-level news? I know there's other stuff. We didn't broadcast from the Freaky Woods. Yeah. Ugh. Due to a... I forgot my... Uh, sad phone yeah. charger mishap. I forgot my phone charger. 
Wah, wah. Which actually I kind of liked because I had to stop looking at my phone when camping. So that was great. Um, but it's tough when yeah. you have a smartphone. I don't care. Look, I know, I know you. I know you think I use my my smartphone a little too much, but I'm really not bad compared to a lot of people. That's why checking the baseball score sometimes, looking up plant varieties. I don't do that that much, to be honest. Yeah, it's pretty much just me. Yeah. Thank God the real music's back. I like that song. How dare you? I don't you? dislike it. It's just making me tired. Yeah. I feel like we're really meandering tonight. I don't feel it's like fine. this show's going so good. Well, it's fine. It's Can we end the news segment? Yeah. Even more? Well, I just have one more. Can I okay, do it. Okay. Uh, I was going to talk about the dude who blocked me on Twitter. I don't need to talk about that, though, if you don't want me to. It's fine. I don't know who this person is or what the incident you're referring to is. So it. Well, I, can, I can explain. If you feel like the listeners should hear it, go for it. Uh, that puts me in an awkward position, Lauren, because now I have to not, not what I, I I have to like make it read their minds. You know, I don't know. Is it is it is it interesting? I don't I don't know. I don't know. All right, yeah, tell the story. It's too much pressure. I don't want to do it now. Emma wants to hear it. Okay, so okay, this guy, this guy, this guy, this this Twitter guy. I'm gonna look up his name. I'm just gonna say his name because I don't care, and I'm petty. I don't look it up. All right, so this guy, uh, uh, click on the tweets and replies, scroll down, and Caleb Horton is his name, Caleb Horton, which I think a lot of people follow him. He's like like a a well-known dude. Um, Maybe he's a nice guy. I don't know. He could be a great dude. Uh, This is not a judgment, but he he did kind of a funny joke where he... Uh, found like a 115 year old Thorstein Veblen quote and attributed it to uh, Lena Dunham's new bu- new book, and everyone got mad at him. <laughs> and I was like, "That's a good joke." All right, like it w- it is obviously not Lena Dunham writing the the thing. Like it's I'll I'll read a, a, a portion of it. Like this is the first sentence. Oh, it's theory of the leisure class. Yeah. The leisure a book class, yeah. which, if you're educated at all, you, you will see the words "the leisure class" and think, "Oh, it's probably Veblen." Well, but you, I'm I, I'm gonna go on the other side of this and say, a lot of people who are educated don't know who that is. I didn't know who that was before I saw this. So, like, it's not like that's just you know. Oh, the book was pretty famous. Your, your mom reads that reads the theory of the leisure class to you when you're. I guess if you're a Marxist, that book is famous. In your, in your nappies, like, it's, <laughs> you know what I mean. Like Marxists what? love it. Wait, wait, you have... You, I'm sorry, wait. Yeah, okay. Well, I, I should read it. It sounds good. But, like, yeah. First, first sentence of it is, uh, the, the leisure class is in great measure sheltered from the stress of those economic ex- exigency, exigencies. I know how this, what an exigency is. What is wrong with my mouth tonight? Well, I'm going to try that again. The leisure class is in great measure sheltered from the stress of those economic exigencies which prevail in any modern, highly organized industrial community. Like, this is clearly not Lena Dunham. She, she, this is, this is, I could tell it's Marxist theory from the first sentence, basically. And everyone got mad. It was like, like thought that he was stupid. It was pretty clearly like a, just a, 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 a vague dig at Lena Dunham, which is fine. I don't really care about her that much one way or the other. Uh, and I, like, I tried to, re- to retweet it and I was like, oh, yeah, it won't let me retweet it. It's weird. And I like tried to follow the dude and I was like, oh, 
he blocked me. What? I don't even know, wait, I don't even know who this is. Why, why, why did you block me? Why is someone I've never interacted with blocking me? And I have a theory about it. And I think I, I, I brought this up with you before the show. My theory is that I used to follow him and then unfollowed him, and so he blocked me. Did this person ever follow you? I, I think maybe. I don't even know why I'm engaging with this. This is like... I don't... It's, it's like, this is a level of... Somebody, can, can someone, it's so yeah. mysterious to me. I just don't get why you would block somebody who you don't inter- interact with. Like, I... I've done it. Really? What, why, what, but why? Why? Like, just because you don't want to ever have to interact with them, basically? Is that the idea? Due to... Or like if they, or if people are teeing them too much, and then you don't. Yes. Yeah, okay. Okay. But who are no one's no one's retweeting me that in the way that would be irritating to someone, right? I don't understand people who care about who unfollows them. Yeah. I don't understand the people who care that much about Twitter. Full stop. Like I'll go through and and like cull my follows sometimes, just because like it, there's I follow a bunch of people and I'm just like I don't even know why I follow you anymore, like that kind of thing, you know. But I'm not going to be like, oh, you unfollowed me. I guess I must automatically unfollow you and then block you? What? What is this? This is like a weird, like... I think people need to relax. I think that it's like we need to stop caring so much about how people interact with us or don't interact with us on Twitter. Like, it is so... It matters so little who doesn't follow you. I just don't... Yeah. Like, what? Everybody tweeting about people and following them, Stop. Yeah, I agree with that. I think Stop that's fair. Stop it. It's not a big Nobody deal. Nobody cares. Right. I, I get, on one level, I do get that you, you feel like if you're like having a bad day and you're complaining about it and people want to follow you, then you feel like more, more like it makes your day worse. Don't subscribe to the service that tells you who unfollowed you. Yeah, that's a bad idea. Don't go through your that's things really being idea. like, oh, four people unfollowed me. Who was it? Like, who, just don't pay attention. I do do it sometimes. It's I, so easy I used to, to not pay attention. I used to do it more. Now that I have like a healthy number... Like I'm, I'm like uh, you know, the the high triple digits. I'm like, well, that's fine. I'll just just let it be. It's fine. <gasps> Emma, Emma in the chat just had the worst news. Should I say Emma? I don't know if I want to repeat. I I would be. I I don't. I'm not going to repeat it. I'm not going to repeat what Emma just said. She she mentioned that someone uh, blocked her and. It's shocking news because Emma is delightful. So I, I just don't feel like repeating it. It's, it's, your, it's your business, Emma, not, and I'm not going to share it with the world. You know what? Don't, it, it, it. Twitter doesn't really matter in oh, terms of true. social, like, lo, like low-level social, social maneuvering on this scale. Like, it's great for some things. I think it's really important for some things. I think that lots of stuff can be done with it. God, wouldn't it be great if you could block people this in real life, This high school though? crap needs to stop. If you could block people in real life, though, oh, it'd be amazing. Can you imagine? How, how much better would life be? You just... But that's, like, not reality. Like, like... I can dream. But like, but like that—that's not a, a way to have a world that functions. Google Glass, dude. It's coming. Right, but like, 
But like you need to know who is in the world and like why they are terrible and you need to have to be forced to interact with them. Yeah, I suppose. Because like just like if you could just in like convenience it away, then what's the point? Then everybody's like, oh, I just abdicate all moral responsibility for like caring about how terrible everyone is. No, I mean, it's still, I, you know, I'm still aware of it. I don't necessarily know that experiencing jerks is like the best thing for one's moral and ethical outlook. Like once you've already, like once you get to the age of like 20 or 25, you kind of just know that there's, there's jerks in the world. I'm not sure it's like constructive to just be constantly dealing with jerks all the time. But we can agree to disagree on that. I just don't think that that's a super healthy way to think about was, reality. In fairness, I was mostly joking. Like, I don't actually want to be able to block people out. Block everybody who comes into your work. Yeah. Well, it's, most of them are fine. A good 20%. Yeah. 20% of people who come into my, my job to purchase things at the place where we sell things. So 20, 20% are... are not my type of people. We don't get along well. Yeah, you know, retail stuff. It's retail stuff. It's fine. Not a big deal. Because the thing I don't have to deal with is having a coworker that I hate. Because I work by myself most of the time. So really, I will take that. That's a fair trade. But yeah, so, sorry, 50 minutes in, we did advertise this as the second music show, and we're going to talk about music. Um, I played two songs from 2006, Scott Walker's song and the Eddie Current's Depression Ring song. Wait, one second. Yeah. What's up? If you want to call and talk about music, yeah. don't call and talk about Twitter. I will hang up on you. What? If you want to call and talk about music. Oh. Contact us on Skype at Low Level Rage. How are you going to hang up on them? I'm at the, the computer. Unless you have a... Yeah, I don't know. I'm just so... I'm, I'm ready to talk about music. Um, I think you should call and talk about whatever you want to talk about. But we'd prefer music. Anything but Twitter, how about? I'm Twittered out. That's fair. Um, contact think, us on Skype at Low I Level think Rage. I talk about Twitter, but you have to do it in metaphors. We'll have a code. I'm going to hang up on myself. Talk I can't deal with this. Wait, oh, Instead of calling it Twitter, uh, call it. Cucumber. No way that doesn't work. God, instead of calling it Twitter, call it, um, call it church. There you go. Anyway, so these songs that you played. Yeah, so they're both from 2006. I think I might have mentioned, uh, our last show two weeks ago that, like, for some reason, 2006 was the year I was just like, like, loved a ton of music, like new music. Because for the most part, I don't really listen to a lot of like things that are coming out now because I'm an old dude. Um, but like, it was just like everything. Like, and the, the knife were really big. And like, I think uh, the, 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 the Pitchfork gave them like best album of the year. And I'm like, yeah, that's fair. Like, that's actually like, we, we agree for once, Pitchfork. Huh. How about that? Like, it was a time when, I, like, I felt like um, I enjoyed a lot of popular music, you know, top 40 stuff. 
Um, I just was like, I felt like actually connected to the like broader music conversation in a way that I usually don't. That was your Night Ripper came out, wasn't it? Night Ripper did come out that year. That's another one. That's another good one. There's just so many good albums that year. It's crazy. Like it was like, and it, like it was a really weird assortment of things that were kind of heralded. Um, the other song I was going to play that I may not get to is by Scritti Politti, who are a, I guess I could, maybe it's a little bit derisive, but they're kind of a cheesy band that had a bunch of hits in the 80s, like minor hits. Uh, you guys might recognize, I've got a perfect way to make it that, that one, Perfect Way, great song. Um, you, got, you got your would-bees, you got your uh, uh, The Word Girl, oh, so many good Scritti Politti songs. They're all really cheesy. It's great. And then they came out with this album, White Bread, uh, White Bread Black Beer. That was like just the, the the main dude recording it in his home. This is really like sort of homespun, just sort of pretty, very personal album. And like, I think a couple different places were like, this is one of the best albums of the year. I'm like, really? Scritti Politti? Huh. Okay. Okay. And I was just like listening to that and like, and then like the Scott Walker album, which is like the complete opposite. It's really like dense, weird uh, soundscape thing with a bizarre baritone singer, just like opera, 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 operaing it up all over the place. And it's like it was so many just weird, exciting things. And I, and I wonder, partly, I bring it up because I'm like, was it even that 2006 was that good, or was it just that it was the perfect age? Like, I was, like, 23, I think. Yeah, I should know that probably. 22, 23. Um, and, like, that's just when I think you just, things just are more exciting at that age. Like, it just, you're old enough to, to, to be into things that are difficult, but young enough to be, like, excited in that sort of pure way that I think kind of goes away a bit when you get older, which we talked about a little bit last time, too, but... I, I don't know, man. That was a really good year for music for me, too. And I'm a couple of years younger than you. It's true. But I mean, it just really good. I'm not stupid. I mean, I think there was a lot of good stuff that year. I was also throwing a lot of parties. That was the year we had Girl Talk play at our house. That's awesome. I never Which got was to, fun. I never got to see him. I don't know. Mouse on Mars was doing a bunch of stuff that year. Mm-hmm. That album, I actually that, that that album from that year was Varchars or Varchas. It's not a good album. It's not great. It's okay. I was gonna play something. I was like, but I feel mm-hmm. like they were blowing up here then. Most yeah. selector all of the Eurocrunk. Because uh, it was like 2006, 2007. I think that Radical Connector came out in 2004, and that was kind of like their breakout album because mm-hmm. um, it was very catchy. And like the, they, are, you know, they t- they t- they typically have a bunch of weirder songs than like a couple ones that are kind of like pop songs on on their albums but that was one where it was just like a lot more sort of um hook oriented music i guess i would say another band i've not yet seen sadly you've, you've seen them right mouse on mars yeah <sighs> so i saw them in 2007 great great band great ugh, are they a band great great act great music act that sounds dumb great um can't call it a project duo duo there you go they're a great duo those wacky germans 
A lot of wacky Germans, though. It's not actually unusual to be a wacky German. Yeah, like. they're pretty wacky. Yeah. Yeah, there's a lot of good stuff that year. I was just like, I looked at my, my library and my iTunes library. Uh, thank you to the Apple Corporation for endorsing our show. Um, I wouldn't wait to cash the check until you've sold enough iPhones because I realized that things are probably tight over there right now. Um, but yeah, we appreciate it. All the support from Apple. Apple, why don't you also have an iPhone yet? That's their slogan. It's not a very good one, guys. You should probably work out. Oh, there you go. Not time to drink. God. I would have sworn that I looped it. I would have sworn that I looped it. It's not my night. But yeah, so I mean, I guess uh, if anyone wants to call in. And you know what? Here's the deal. With this kind of thing... Uh, like when I'm raising a topic, like uh, the one I'm, I'm going to announce, you can talk about it in the chat, but I'm not going to acknowledge it. So if you want to talk about it for real, you got to call. And to call, you got to download Skype and install it. And then you got to add us, username low level rage. You hit that little button that looks like a phone, and then it'll call us. And then we can talk. Like magic. So do that. On the other hand, I feel kind of like. Oh, I forgot to say uh, the topic I was going to say is like if you have a, a particular year that is special to you, a music year, call in and talk about it. So I want to I want to hear like what what what's the year that you've either like I don't want to like it's like nineteen you know nineteen forty two which it isn't no no one's favorite year for music is nineteen forty two. Then I don't care. But, like, you know, something during your lifetime where you were a person with a fully formed brain for listening to music. You know what I mean. Anyway, sorry. Lauren, you were saying? Um, I just... I feel like the good years for post-rock were, like, late 90s, early 2000s. Yeah. We don't have to talk about it. No. I wanted to talk about it. We but. Ch- it's a good point to transition into the talk about post-rock, which um, I can put something on in the background to uh, to spur the discussion. Please do. Sure. It's one of my favorite songs. Unless you were going to do something else. No. I think this is fine. I have to make sure it's not too loud. Don't you have it in your... I don't. I don't think. I, I thought th- I just saw it in your iTunes. Maybe. I don't think so. Technological discussion. What? Ugh, I hate iTunes so much. It's a dumb... Oh, I do have it. See? I'm... All right. Well, I feel silly now. Who's okay. on top of it? Me. It's me. This on. All right. This will be in the background. I'm not going to say what it is. Because Those Who Tell the Truth is my favorite Explosions in the Sky record by a significant margin. And... And this is a little tune by Bachman Turner Overdrive. Canada's own. Right? It's late Sinatra. 
God. What, what if Sinatra had, <laughs> like, right before he died, he got really into post-rock? Just, like, super weird. <laughs> Just weirding it up. Like how do doing you his even, dance moves to post rock? Does anyone have a have a less appropriate voice for for like that kind of music for person someone who can actually sing? <laughs> I say that though, and like Scott Walker is not that far off from Frank Sinatra in terms of the crooniness. So maybe actually, now I'm thinking about it, a Frank Sinatra post rock album would maybe be kind of amazing. Well, I'll return to. Ites, Explosions in the Sky, um, and unnamed background band. I'm not going to say it. In a second, I might say it. I'll say it. But say it. Um, I was listening. Here, here comes Get Your Drinks Ready. I was listening to The Fall today in the car. And I think that's part of why I like some of The Fall's tracks so much, is because songs like... Hex and Definitive Strife Knot on Perverted by Language are basically it's the same mode. Oh yeah. Post-rock. No, it's he, like one yeah. thing, it repeats, it kind of builds, he does weird music over it, it drones on for like 12 minutes. It's awesome. And like I think that that's the thing that he doesn't get enough credit for, he being Marky Smith. Take a sip. Um is that he has a really brilliant sense of tone in a way that a lot of punk bands didn't like right he, and like wire had that too which is some, partly why i like them so much but it's like it's he, he knows how to use the space in a song and like how to create tension in a song and a lot a lot of bands didn't have a very good sense of how to do that it's not something that's like commonly associated with punk music right Right, and I would, I would, yeah, like, you can definitely make an argument that, like, something like Hex and Definitive Strife Not, which is 1985, no, 4, 3, 4, is basically, like, in some senses post-rock of all of that, right? Like, it's doing all the things. Wait, what was that word you just said? It's three, it's three words. Say it again. Avant la lettre. What does that mean? Before, 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 before the letter, like... Post rock before post rock was invented. I guarantee that that needed to be explica- explicated. Explicated means uh, described, uh, made made visible, something like that, right? Huh? I just I just used a, a five dollar word when I was trying to kind of make fun of you for using a totally fair phrase that I uh, yeah I'm done. Sorry. Cool. Thanks for ridiculing me. I'm not ridiculing um, you. There's, I'm just saying most people don't know what that means. And I explained it yeah, and I didn't make a big deal out of I it. Know. I was trying to make it funny. I'm sorry. I failed. Say it one more time, though. Screw you. No, I want to... I... You just want to make fun of me. No! I just want to... Just say it one more time. Nope. Too late. I don't know. I want to... No, I want to... I just want to know how to say it. So I can say it. Just play once more. Just once. Please. I honestly can't tell if you're making fun of me. No, it's making no me of course not. Come on. I'm not into this. <sighs> I was saying that it was post rock. I can't even do it now. What? Come on. Whatever. Before it's time. Right. 
Of course it's not. That was my point. That's the whole point of using that concept. Is that it isn't it, but it is kind of like it. Yeah, no, I get what you're saying. Of time. And now I sound like an idiot. No! Um, I'm sorry. I legitimately am sorry. I didn't mean to, to, to make that... Uh, I like I like learning new phrases. I'm, I'm I was only half joking. Anyway, my wife, you're Satan, which is this song, is awesome. Um, unfor- the unfortunate thing for me about my wife is that I think that this is their best record, and it's their first record. That's nah, not that uncommon, really. Young team is amazing, and so this is '97. Those who tell the truth shall die. Two thousand one. This is like prime time, I think, for like post rock that still remembers that it's rock music, which mm-hmm. for me is the issue. Like, I don't love. A lot of explosions in the sky. I think some of their later stuff is pretty good, but it gets really sparkly. Um, Mogwai just gets sort of weird in ways that I don't like. After about 2006, a year when Mr. Beast came out, which was a pretty good record, I thought. Yeah, I think that that got. I, I didn't. I don't know if I actually listened to it, but I, it got good reviews. I think it was. Like it was their last good record. It was like a return in my to opinion. form. I think people maybe described it as. I don't know. I liked their stuff before that, though. Look, Lauren, I'm sorry. I made fun of you for using a fancy French phrase. It's cool. I'm sorry. Really, I'm just jealous that I didn't know. Oh, we got two. We have competing calls. You guys. Has this ever happened? Because everybody wants to talk about post-rock, and I only had to wait an hour uh, to do it. Callie's going to get priority because she asked us before she called. I told Emma I to call did. earlier. Uh, well, okay, then. In that case, I feel bad now. Yeah, you feel like a jerk, don't you? Um, we have we have Callie on the line. Callie in, in, in New York City. Is that right? Not yet. No. Oh, okay. I thought I'm you were. Still, you're, it's in the. It's in, it's in the works. Okay, good. You're on the air with low level rage. Yay! Welcome. I used to be addicted to post rock. Um, that's awesome. Yeah, that's a fine thing to be addicted to. I'm addicted to a video game right now. I was going to talk about it, but I'm not going to now. I think, and that's not a good thing to be addicted to. So, um, who are your, who are your favorites? Who's your who's your 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 your, your top five post rock? Oh gosh! Uh, or top three? We'll do top three. Top five is a little bit much. Uh, In no particular order. I think Caspian, if you know them. I don't, but I'm curious uh, now. They're from the Boston area. They're, okay. They're kind of explosions-ish, although they've sort of veered off into a different territory. But oh, good. good for them. The first DP was really, really good. Um. You used to really like Red Sparrows. Do you know these bands, Lauren? Nope. Wow, you're you're, oh, you're wow. stumping us. You're stumping us. I was expecting. No, I'm. Right with me. Um. And I don't know. I I totally agree with Lauren about Mogwai basically having their best album as their first one. But it's so good, right? It is. I was so happy when I started to hear that as the bed music just then. You seem, um, to, Lauren. You seem to find that idea sort of sad that it's that their first album was their best album. It is right. Well, yeah, because like if you start off this way, like think of what you could have made. 
Not that like yeah. I think oh. that a lot of their later records are good and like like they missed out because they didn't start sooner kind of thing. Or, like they would no, or like I don't know, just like the direction that they went in isn't the direction that I personally would have been happiest with, which doesn't matter. But sometimes it makes me sad because it's like I can only listen to Young Team so many times on loop, yeah. right? I could probably actually listen to like Mogwai Fear Satan or My Father, My King on loop for several hours at a time. But like, <laughs> did My Father, My King come out before or after? After. That's a really after. good. That's actually one. That was the first that's, one I, I owned. One. Yeah. That's a great album. It's an EP, it's, right? It's like, an EP. It's an EP. So, which yeah. if you play it three times in a row, it's a record. Yeah, you go. Yeah. It's like the there's a there's a residence album called the commercial album, which is all songs that are a minute long and just have a verse and a chorus. And you're supposed to play them three times to make a pop song. See? Yep. I never did that though, because I never got into the residence. They're not. It's a thing that I feel like if you're like a a, a pretentious sixteen year old, it's really perfect because it's kind of annoying. <laughs> Like, yeah, I tried to start yeah. getting into them when I was like 25, and I was just confounded. I would. Uh, the, you missed the window. Here's my recommendations yeah. with the residents. The commercial album is fun. It's all like stuff where it's like, if you like, they might be giants. You might like the residents, right? Like that's kind of how it goes with them, because um, they're very closely related in a lot of ways. But like that's a good one. But it's pretty like formalistic, so it's a little, you know. Who, who wants to listen to like 41 minute songs uh, unless they're Bob Pollard songs I was about to say yeah yeah right uh, but like they, they have an album called uh, Third Reich and Roll which is really good it's really good and it's like actually pretty fun and not as uh, there's something like kind of like de- like they're doing something deliberately irritating with their voices at times where it sounds like novelty music yeah and I just can't deal with it now but when I was you know a young a youngin I loved it so <laughs> um, yeah, I would also like to point out that fun fact: mm-hmm. when I turn on my phone, which is not a smartphone, I don't know a smartphone, so I don't think they do this. It it has a little banner that it displays, which you can program to say like a phrase. And my phone says, "Yes, I am a long way from home." Oh, oh that's I love nice. That. Oh, Ooh, I love that. last last residence rec- recommendation: uh, just look on YouTube for their cover of. I can't get no satisfaction because it's real good. Okay, I used I to may th- do some of yeah. that. <laughs> you you sound so skeptical. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry for trying to for trying to. Like, you asked about a band, and now I'm giving like enthusiastic about I it. I think she said that she was not super into them. <laughs> yeah, I didn't really ask about them. I just said that they confused me. <sighs> really, really, really tempted to hang up for on them anybody. Right now. For anybody who super might tempted. be interested. Like my 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 the cursor is right over the phone. This is this is the Tim's recommendations are something you can I'm, do. I am hung over enough now that like any amount of sass is just like oh like makes me not happy at all. Well, I was enjoying this conversation that you called specifically to have with me. Yeah. Okay, all right. But all Tim right. controls the all phone. Right. I'm gonna go do laundry now. All right, you guys have fun. Bye. He has now literally left the room, so oh. I actually physically can't hang up on you. Oh, okay. Well, I'll. I'll make sure to not do anything offensive. I don't know how much left is left in this Mogwai song. Well, I guess we have to figure it out. We might be. I think he's genuinely mad at me. No. So did you ever see Mogwai, Callie? I never did. I wish I had, but I don't know. I 
I live about an hour from Montreal, so I'm annoyed that I never saw Godspeed when they were a thing. Oh, I... I have a really complicated relationship with Godspeed. Like... I like it in theory, and in practice, it makes me kind of bored. This is yeah, tr true confession I time. I actually saw them live, and the show was like three hours long, and by hour two, I was just done. Oh. Yeah, I I really enjoy them, but the idea of seeing them for that long just seems like Ephraim at his worst. It was... It was a real challenge. The thing that I, I saw Mogwai fairly late in 2008, and the thing I liked about it, and something that I like about post-rock in general, is when you see it and it is earth-shakingly loud. Yeah. They played in a theater here in Chicago called the Congress that is, like, those wooden, like, sort of, like, ballroom floor type, like the springy ones. Mm -hmm. And, like, the floor was shaking. It was so loud. Oh, wow. Which... Was right around the time of Hawk is Howling. I think it was right after that record came out, which not my favorite, but hearing it at like just shattering volume was pretty good. Oh, that sounds amazing. And it's something for me that like I think post rock has in common with noise, where it's like just like pure sound. Yeah, like I've never seen any post rock group in person and. It didn't really matter if, if it would have been like Mogwai or Caspian or like Godspeed or um, explosions, but just getting that noise surrounding me would have been neat. But now I'm in my 30s and I'm an old lady and. Well. Wow. I, right I know. I get really tired at shows. Yeah. About hour one, I'm like, oh, maybe I should think about sitting down. Yeah. It's very but, it's very depressing. Yeah. I the last show I went to there was a couch and oh my god, that was amazing. <laughs> right, listening listening in style. Yeah. Or shows where you actually have seating, which is really pathetic, but it can be so nice. No, that's amazing. Like a a year and a half ago I saw Titus Andronicus, and then ah. uh, a month later, I saw Lady Lamb the Beekeeper with Khaki King, and Titus Andronicus had ceremony opening, so there was a mosh pit going on, and mm -hmm. it was really awful to deal with. But oh, no! The, but then the Khaki uh, Lady Lamb show was seated, and before the show, the uh, guy who was managing the club that night came in to ask us if the temperature was comfortable. Wow, that's so civilized. I know, it was amazing. It was just this nice recital, and I had a little thing of scotch with me. So sitting down and relaxing is definitely really nice. It's fun to move around, but don't underestimate the ability to sit down. And yeah, you may, we, may, we may be past the window for post-rock shows because it's pretty much 19-year-old dudes. And yeah. then, like, you. It's like, and which... <laughs> God bless post rock, but it is a young white dude thing. Yeah, at least, at least in Chicago, and that can be profoundly alienating. Yeah, but it's good to see it's good to see people enthusiastic about something. Yeah, it's really nice for them. It's just uh, out of my element there now. This thing I love, but 
It feels weird. Right, another topic could be things you're now too old for. Oh, gosh, yeah. Because I definitely feel too old old to go to shows. <laughs> I don't. But not, I mean, not all the time, but like certain shows. Like if you're mo- like shows where you dance, I definitely f- don't feel too old to go to. But like, because sh- we were talking about Callie and I were talking about like God- seeing Godspeed and Tim, you and I have talked about this. Like yeah, you boring. get tired. It wasn't boring. I just got it was too long. It went on for like, way too long. Right. And like, yeah. I feel like I just don't have the attention span yeah. for that now. So like I either have to be actively moving or yep. sitting down at something that's kind of short and engaging because... I'm no longer. Fitz just jumped a young into my person. lap. Aww. Fitz is my only friend now. You guys can go fuck yourselves, basically. <laughs> I'm scritch Fitz and scritch. Well, he, you can't, and you never will. Why am I being mean now? I'm sorry. Sorry, I don't. I didn't like this. That. Is weird. I'm just kidding. I know. I love the both of you. So there. Yeah. Well, thank you. I well, thanks for talking to you. me. I love you. I feel weird saying I, I love you because I don't know know you in real life, but I like you a oh, lot, whatever. Callie. You're great. That's my way. My version of saying that is you're great. All right. Is I that, accept that. Okay. The two of you are great. Cool. And I'm sorry that I didn't call in with a jock jam. Oh, yeah. It's too bad. Ugh. It's okay, oh, no. Callie. I still love you. Thank you. You can find a good jock jam and then we can discuss it. All right. Next, Next time. time. This Next is being, time I'm going to jock all the jams. This is being really cute right now. He's got you like, can't see it, but there's cute cat oh, stuff. so cute. He's got... I believe you. Let me describe it. Um, he's laying in my lap. He's kind of pressed himself between me and the computer desk. And he's got his head resting on my arm, which is pretty cute. He clearly wants to need my arm, but he just can't get like good position for it. Aww. Yeah, that's great. Good cat stuff. All right, Kelly. Well, sorry I ran off. Uh, I actually did have to do laundry, so it was kind of okay. good timing. So, But thank you for calling. Thank you. Good night, you have a good night. Bye. I am really touchy today, so I apologize for running off in a huff. Can we play a song or something? Sure. I think we can do that. Uh, I'll play two songs, in fact. How's that sound? Sounds good to me. And okay. then maybe Emma can call us. Yeah. But for now, more jams. Yeah, I'll be back in a bit. Got a message for you.
and you're not going to like it. Pray for okay. There you have it. There's music. On low level rage. It was so mellow. Yeah. It wasn't maybe like the that the whole album was very mellow though. I'm sleeping I, now. I could have played something uh, more upbeat. Dreaming but. of, dreaming of neon colors oh. and soft focus. That's one of my favorite lines ever. He said, "You got to have a reason for a revolution." She said, "If you don't have the wherewithal, you don't need the why." It's true. There you have it. If you don't have the wherewithal, you don't need the why. Very true. And what song was that from? That was Scritty Politty with Petro Coca Dollar from 2006's White Bread Black Beer. That's a pretty good uh, song. Uh, song announcing right there. Did a pretty good job on that one. Yeah, very, very, very professional radio a man. A little bit of range to it. Like I went kind of up and down. White and bread, black beer. Yeah, like that, that was, I like. I like that. I did all right. I gave myself a, a B plus on that one. Room for improvement. Um, we can improve. Solid. With, and before that, we heard. Before that, we heard Califone with Slower Twin, and that's from Quicksand Cradle Snakes. Is that right? Correct. Quicksand slash Cradle Snakes. 2003. I always want to call that album Cradle Snakes slash Quicksand for some reason. It is not. That would be wrong. I, in my head, I just hear it as Quicksand and Cradle Snakes, like a yeah. little bit of a n in there. Yeah. Because I'm from the hills. Yeah, that's fair. It's, that may very well be, I think it's my second favorite California album. Hair and King Blues? I think that's number one, yeah. A record I, I keep am me- ashamed to admit keep, I have never heard. He mean to give it to you. So California's a band that we both liked independently of, like, we both liked before we knew each other. Because my favorite California record might be Sometimes Good Weather Follows Bad People. I think I've heard that one. I've played it for you. Oh, yeah, I must have heard it then. No, I did hear it. We, we listened to it together. That's right. I liked it a lot. It was good. And I and I the reason that I like that record so much is that it's like very ambient. They're kind of a headphones band for me though, so I feel like I need to listen to that. Uh, yeah, we listen to it in the car. Not ideal for California. No, no. Like Quicksand and Cradle Snakes, you can listen to in the car because it's kind of a rock record. Yeah, it's, it's upbeat. But sometimes Good Weather is definitely more of an ambient record, and that's part of what I like about them. Is I feel like each of their records exhibits a fairly distinct character. I'll put on. I could. I could put, I could put on one of their. A song from Heron King Blues in the background, maybe. Sure. I'll do that. Um, it's a lot of really jarring bed music changes tonight. Just, it's fine, I guess. It's our, uh, it's our show. So now should I do the, the centerpiece of the album, Heron King Blues, a 15 minute song? I'm tempted. Good song. I've never heard this record, so that's a purely rhetorical well, question. Let me. I'll go by the. I'll go by the song names. I'll. I'll just pick some song names, and you say which one should be the background music. Heron King Blues, Two Sisters Drunk on Each Other, which is a great name for a song. Uh, Sawtooth sung a cheater song, or Apple. Those are the. Those are the four choices. 
play Sawtooth. I'm going on length. Seven, seven, it's an almost eight minute long song, so should work as background music. I think it's a little more subdued than a lot of the other songs on the album. I feel like most of their best tracks are five day minutes long. Heron King loses a lot of uh, like uh, scrawl, like scrawling. Is that a word? Squalling. There we go. Squalling guitars. Squalling. Is that a word? Squalling. It is a word. That doesn't sound like good background good music. music. No. Though I have a secret track that I've proposed as more 15-minute bed music that we'll never, ever get to play. We'll get to it. It's fine. That is not exactly mellow. We'll just do a show that's that's called The Fuck You Show and just do, do, do shit like that. I don't know. I don't think that's a fair characterization of like what I think that song does. No, but I mean, it is, it's, it's, it's a fuck you as, as bed music, though, I assume. If it sounds like the other stuff that I'm familiar with from him. It doesn't. No. Okay. Touche. Which uh, in French means touch, right? Mm, kind of. Mm. I mean, yes, but in the context of of fencing, it that's a fair translation, I think. Right, but like the context goes with it, at least in its English usage. This is not important. When is this record from? <sighs> um, when is this one from? This is from two thousand four. God, some 10 years ago. That's terrifying. Oh, that's a good period for them. That's right in there. Yeah. Their mid period. I, I like Tim Rutili. I do remember when this came out. That's funny. It's not that funny. It's not funny. That's actually not funny at all. This might be difficult because this song does have a lot more vocals. I was thinking Heron King Blues because it's mostly instrumental, if not entirely. But. I feel like with California, you always feel that, and then it's not actually true. Yeah. No, there's there's usually vocals. I'm pretty sure... Uh, now nah, I have to listen to it. This is fine. I'm sure that's a, this is... The a, voice of Tim Rutili is exceedingly yeah. comforting. But yeah, so the, I, I should say the, the Scritti Politi... Uh, the Califone, I uh, have li- li- like liked for a long time. Um, I used to like them a bit more. I, when, when I listen to them now, I'm like, why don't I listen to this more? Like, it always makes me happy. I just don't think to put it on for whatever reason. Um, and I saw them open for Smog, I think. Yes. Who I, I liked a lot when I was in college age. Um, and they played at the basement of a church, which was like a coffee shop in Madison. I think it was called Catacombs. And there was a lot of good shows there. It was like, I don't never really got what, how that worked. It was a coffee shop in the basement of a church. The church had certain restrictions for like what could be done with the space and like who could play there. Like I feel like the church didn't let them do hip hop shows. And that was really creepy. Uh, maybe I'm making that up. It was cool. It was really small, um, and I didn't know who California was. I'd heard. I think I'd heard. I don't know if I'd heard of them at that point. Um, but they were really drunk, which I don't think I've ever. I've seen them since then, and they've never been as visibly drunk as they were that night. And they kept saying, repeatedly, we're too sexy for Wisconsin. Which, uh, looking at them, no, they're not. They're really not. They're a nice bunch of guys, but they're, they're not too sexy for Wisconsin. But that's why that's funny it's, as yeah, opposed to... Yeah. Dickish. Yeah. A terrible thing to right. say. No, I'm sure it was, it was funny. They covered a Rolling Stones song, I think. Like, they, got, they must have been pretty drunk. I feel like they're not a band that would normally cover the Rolling Stones. 
Maybe I'm wrong. Couldn't tell you. Yeah. It was great. I was My like, experience dude, of yeah. Caliphone basically is in a vacuum. I bought one of their records because I liked the cover when I was 16, and then I have listened to them ever since. And I have seen them play, but only once. They used to play Madison all the time. I think it's because they were based out of Chicago. I don't know if they still are. And I'm not from yeah, here. Right. I also saw them play at a festival in Madison. They opened for Andrew WK, which is a great pairing. <laughs> that makes a lot of sense. Oh, yeah. See, that makes sense <laughs> to me. <laughs> So I think that Tim, Tim Rutili probably thinks that's great. I mean, I don't know if it was more, it, it was a festival, so it's like they didn't really open for him, but it was like, I don't care. We're just pairing. And then I, uh, that day was, went from being really fun to really terrible because we, of course, all put fake blood in our faces to celebrate Andrew WK being in town um, and like drink like a gross mixed drink because we were underage in like a urinal. I think we just like, like snuck in booze in like a thermos. And just like piled into the into the not the urinal, the uh, I'm sorry, porta potty, not a urinal. Sorry, I'm trying to piece this together. And then like when Andrew WK played, we all like moshed and shit. And I lost my phone and my keys, and just like rather than looking for them, just like like I'm just gonna go home. I'm gonna go home and try not to cry. And my roommate Emily found my keys and my phone and brought them to me, and they were fine, which is a super boss move. Good housemate move. Thanks, Emily. Way to keep it together. I did not keep when it When everybody else was apparently completely losing their... Oh, it was just me. Their, was, well, yeah. yeah. It was just me. Like, it was that thing where I was trying not to cry, and then, like, uh, like people would were pass, passing me on the sidewalk, and I would, like, try not to look them in the eye, because then they could tell. You know, they, they'd be like, oh, they could see that I'm trying not to cry, and that's embarrassing. So I have to just stare at the pavement as I walk home in shame. But till then, it was fun. Bad, bad yeah. hang. Yep, California was great. They, I've never. Every time I've seen them, they've been really good. Um, I, know I find stuff like this very comforting. Yeah, I like basically anything that is has any similarity to like ambient music or noise. Um, and Callie and I were talking about like the effect of very very loud post rock shows being like being at a noise show because it's extremely repetitive mm-hmm. and like wall of soundy I'm going to play another song from this album in the background and I think bands like Caliphone have can have it like a sort of ambient effect yeah um, and that we forget that Tim Rutili is singing on them because he sort of I actually is like that I need to listen to the uh, what's the, the their instrumental album is it like Deconstruction What's it called? You know, what I'm ta- oh no, de- ah, wow, what's it called? They have like two. Yeah, I. You know I'm talking about. Oh yeah, I have those records. Is that what it's called? No. What is it called? I have to look it up. Yeah, but they're really good. I like. I listened to at least one of them. I, th- I remember thinking was just great. Like deceleration, deceleration. one and two. That, I was gonna say yeah. All right. Yeah. One is distinctly better than the other. Yeah, but I can't remember which is which. And it, isn't that like, I mean, that's like the room sound era almost, right? Yeah, it's really early. It's very early. Yeah. Before Tim Rutili started looking like a mad professor, which is what he looks like now. It's, that's cool. I mean, that's, that's, a, that's a cool look. Of being good at making sweet songs. Yeah. You could also play... Another song. We almost have enough time. We have enough time to listen to my other song. 
Do you want to just... Unless... I'm kind of out of things to say about Califone, to That's be fine. honest. Well, yeah, I talk, I'll talk about Screedy Politi a little bit, too. I, I briefly mentioned them. Um, but you I, could... I mean, we could, like, put on my song and then talk about it later. Oh, it the... It is 15 minutes long. That's true. It's up to you. Fair point. Let me... Is that one that I have in my library? I can't remember. No. Library? You don't. My library. Um, I should pronounce more things like children pronounce them. That wouldn't be creepy at all. Biscetti. Be totally endearing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And not... Human beings. Absolutely repulsive. <laughs> Good. Great. We're agreed then. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm going to talk from now on. Great. It's 10 minutes long. It's not. It's fine. Oh, I can't read. I can't see anything on the screen from here. I can just sort of fake it. We won't be able to hear it, though, because I don't have it in my library. Oh, yeah. never mind. There's there. no point. I'll turn it off. Okay. I want to hear it. I can add it to my library. I'll, I'll put on... It's going to be a mystery, yeah. you guys. I know this is yeah. super obnoxious and the worst radio that's yeah. ever been recorded. I, you should be... To be clear, I don't care. Clearly, you don't care. It's a mystery song. We're going to get to it because it's one of the most important groups to me, and it's somebody that... Nobody listens to. It's the Beatles. Song by the Beatles. You got me! All that yeah. time when I told you I didn't like the Beatles, I was lying. You like Ringo's songs, though, right? You're, I you're... like Ringo's MS Paint Art. Yeah, it's pretty good. And uh, A Elephant Foot. A Elephant Foot was my foot. background on my computer for a long time. Okay. Here we go. Here it is. Oh, you do have it. I give you everything. I, I just put it I just put it in my library now. Oh, I mean, you're a genius. Yeah. Teamwork. You want to talk about Scrity Plitty, though? Yeah. Well, a little bit. Um, because I think that was a phase. Like, I, I went through a phase where I didn't listen to a lot of things that were, like, traditionally song-structured. Like, it was... I just didn't really like pop songs for a while. Um, and, like, actually, uh, both Scrity Plitty and The Knife, weirdly, kind of got me back into to liking things that had, like, proper choruses and were, right. like, f- fun to listen to. Which, you know... Um, Sorry, can I get you to turn up the music a little bit? Yeah. Because we can't hear it. Okay. Okay, sorry, you're talking about yeah. song stuff. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so like, for some reason, both of those bands really appealed to me at that point in my life. Where I was just like, well, I mean, like, in fairness, The Knife are very strange. Like, they're, they're, they write good pop songs, but they're weird pop songs. It's pop music for people who like weird pop music. Right. It's great. Um, whereas Scooty Police songs are actually some of their early stuff is weird in terms of the music theory side of it. Like there's the, the chord changes are very odd. Um, they're very complicated, but like the stuff on white bread, black beer is very sort of simple. And like, it's, it almost sounds like minimal ish. That makes sense. Um, and like, I was surprised that it appealed to me. Like it was one of those things like every once in a while I'll listen to an album and be like, I'm really surprised I like this, but I really, really like this. And mm. you know what I mean? Like it just, it doesn't happen that often, but it's whenever that does, it, it makes me really happy. Cause it's just like, oh, I have bands like that. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not such a, such a miserable <laughs> grouch after all. Like I could right. actually, I love this pop music. This. It's great. Yeah. And like, it was just it, the other thing about it. Uh, it was, it was, it was like, pretty clear like his older songs which i think i've I've showed you the lyrics for them 
like he's a dude who's like really into Marxist theory and stuff would have these like really like highfalutin lyrics and like the stuff on White Bread Black Beer is much more kind of just about his personal life and like being like kind of a front like an old dude yeah man turn down a notch yeah Uh, we have a caller Emma is with us on low level rage that may have been. Thank, thank you, Emma, for, for the first time ever on the show where we've had multiple people trying to call at the same time. I don't know if it will ever happen again, <laughs> but it, it felt pretty it felt good. Pretty, it felt pretty good. Yeah. Um, I and so, I was so, you know, like, uh, uh, you know, like, uh, hurt when you chose Callie over me. Right? Well, uh, no. and Callie was mean to me, so I really made the wrong choice. She, she wasn't really <laughs> yeah. mean to me. She wasn't mean to me. Uh, Ooh, it's getting, it's getting crazy now. Right, Emma, you can't hear that the bed music is now out of control. Well, That's the whole point of this. Yeah. Oh, huh. What's it sound like? Now it sounds like... Um, now it sounds like deranged circus music. Classical music with flamenco guitar over it. Uh-huh. Um, I'll just describe what... How about this? Uh, you, you and Lauren talk, and I'll describe what's happening in the song while you guys have a conversation. This is probably a good time to mention that this is one of my favorite artists of of ever, um, World End Girlfriend, who is a oh. Japanese contemporary classical slash ambient slash noise slash whatever. Yeah. Musician yeah. who does all kinds of crazy stuff, and I love all his tunes. Okay, now, and no now, one's ever heard of him. Now it kind of sounds like ambient synths with uh, crashing drums over them that are like... Oh, now it's back to the, the crazy circus music. With this the, song the, is yeah. called Scorpius Circus. Yeah. It's off of the 2007 record, I believe, called The Lila Land. For those of you who are playing along at home. Did you say he plays all the instruments himself? Pretty sure. Really? Like the string section? He, I mean, he may employ musicians, but like he, yeah. play, he is a multi-instrumentalist. Okay. It yep. also it varies from record to record. But I know that he has to- solo tools. Now, now it sounds like noise. Now that it's just noise. Noise. Uh huh. Yeah. Circus and then yeah. Noise. No, no, the circus is gone now. It's just noise. Um, there's a little bit of of something sounds kind of like strings in the background. Now the strings are back. Okay. My recommendation for anybody who listens to post rock. Or noise, and just sort of like your eyes roll back in your head when it's really good, and you just like get totally locked in. Mm-hmm. Listen to World's End Girlfriend. Okay, I I could see a lot of people. Um, I could see many people who like that part liking him, but I could also see people who enjoy post rock finding this music very frustrating. Yes, because it's 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 not patient music. No, like it's it's. Uh, which I like about it. It reminds me a lot of um, some of the, the weird changes in like One on Tricks Point Never. Like he'll do that kind of thing a lot. Mm-hmm. Like interrupt a song in the middle of, a, of an idea with another idea. And I'm like, I think that's great. But at the same time, you kind of have to be in the right mood for it. So I'm sure this is yeah. f- this is fascinating for us to be talking about a song that you can't hear. <laughs> You'll have to play it back at some point. I'm going to go uh, grab a drink and then uh, Lauren, hold down the fort. Yes. Hello, Emma. <laughs> Hi, how are you? <laughs> I'm well. How are you this evening? I'm good. Yeah. Um, like, I guess I sort of wanted to call in to talk about, like, what it's like to be at one of these shows. And maybe you spoke, like, like you know, like, um, about this some before. Like, 
because I might have missed it because I was in the other room with my roommate. But yeah, just like all the dudes and stuff. I mean, like, you know, like I haven't seen all that many like, like, uh, like uh, post-rock bands. But mm-hmm. when it's just kind of like, yeah, not my favorite environment to be in. Right, and it can be music that you really enjoy and music that you think would be worthwhile to see live and then you get there and you feel very much like you're not included in the Target demo. Yeah, yeah. What yeah. what post-rock bands have you seen? I Re- guess, I don't know. The only one I can think of is like uh, Mogwai. And that was kind of weird because it was at some weird like festival that like The Cure put on in, uh, in 2004. Mm-hmm. Um, so maybe that was a weird, like, you know, like, um, it was, setting, too. It was, it was it called Curapalooza? It was called, uh, Curiosa. And I only know that because I just, like, looked it up just now. Nice. But, yeah, it was called Good. the Curiosa Festival. <laughs> so they actually did employ a cure pun. That's awesome. Did, yeah. That's great. <laughs> I also saw the cure play in 2004. Oh, yeah? At Coachella. Uh-huh. <laughs> they, they were middle-aged. I also, uh, I, I feel like I need to mention, uh, we have not talked about this, that post-rock is one of the worst genre names probably ever. It's pretty silly. It's re- it, it, post-punk is worse. Post-rock is like, at least post-rock is like kind of descriptive. Like it kind of makes sense. Like, oh, yes, yeah, it's rock music, but it's like, it's not like... Verse, chorus, verse, rock music. It's not using rock instrumentation for traditional rock song structuring. Right. Oh, shoot. Oh, yeah. What, are, what are, I actually think, maybe you can do this next time. I don't know. It's probably too sort of a topic. Okay, here's the other ones. Uh, Callie just brought it up. Shoegaze is terrible. That's a terrible genre name, right? What about, um, what about um, math rock? That always Math rock's really bad. Yeah. Cause it, it's ugh. such a thing that the nerdy people who made up math rock though totally think is great, which like oh, yeah. kind of actually makes me like it more. Does any right. does any good <laughs> band describe themselves as math rock? There's a single yeah. good band be like, I yeah, well, we're it? we're math rock. Yeah, no, I don't. I don't think so. I don't think that like. Yeah, I definitely used to listen to like like uh, way too much math rock, and I'm not quite sure why. It's like probably, uh, like, like Don Don Caballero yeah. and and. Uh, <laughs> Yeah. Uh, which is fun. I like that music. It's great. You've defended them to me. Yeah, they're good. They're really fun. Yeah, I I sort of think I sort of think it is good and I still kind of like it, but I never listen to it anymore right. like ever. I'm gonna, I'm gonna I might put it on tomorrow. See if I like it. I, it's been <laughs> it's been a long time, but I remember thinking like it, it the issue with I mean, is, do you make say yeah. think is kind of mathy. Yeah. They're, oh yeah! yeah. <laughs> oh I, I saw. God, it, I was just trying to remember their name. It's a terrible like the other name. Day. It's crazy. Actually, no, it's okay. It's fine. It's, it's fine. fine. Yeah. It's I fine. like that they released a four-track EP in which ev- the songs are called "Do Say Make and Think." That's fun. Yeah. And That's it's like fun. pretty. It's That's like fun. late in their career. It's like <laughs> s- uh, like seven, six, seven years after they formed. I want to <laughs> give a, a brief shout out to my cat who is being a complete. Uh, jerk before the show started. He's being very nice right now. He's just calmly sitting on the bed, minding his beeswax. Good job, Fitz. Maybe he had pre-show jitters. Probably did. Oh, he's making a really... Oh, it's a really cute pose now. What, he's, he's, what is it? He's like... Um, he's doing the thing where he's like... 
He of, would be curled into a cat ball, except he's too big to be yeah. in an actual. He's in a cat ball, basically. ball formation, and is more in sort of like an ellipse. Oh, I love that. He's he's Dang. like he's 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 too chubby to, to do certain cat poses, basically. <laughs> which is, I don't I don't overfeed him. He's just a big dude. Yeah, just how it is. It's fine. It's fine, you yeah. know. Like um, if you do, I think you do overfeed him. I don't. Do, I but... don't want him to get diabetes, though. He's uh, not unhealthy. He's just yeah. he's like he's actually like yeah. just structurally I, enormous. He was um, the story of how I got fits, which I don't think I've ever told on the air. I could be wrong. Um, is that I had uh, my neighbors in in Milwaukee who were very nice and like they were like like a working class couple. Like he was a roofer. He was really into the the local college station though. We talk about it sometimes, like how he just liked how they played weird music, basically. Um, and like they had an unexpected litter of kittens because they didn't get their cat fixed. Um, and like every day for a solid two weeks, I come home and they'd be like, "Hey, you want a kitten? Huh? Huh?" And I'm like, "No, I'm allergic. I don't want a kitten. Sorry." They're like, "Ah, it'll be fine. Come on." Like, no, you can't just you can't just wish away allergies. That's not how that works. Like, you can't like. Because when I was uh, very young, like relatively young, I was like third grade, and I my, was at my uh, my family was hanging out with my parents' friends' family, and I touched their cat, like I petted their cat, and then I touched my eye, and my eye swole up to come like it was just like it was disgusting, like my face was twice the size it normally is, basically. So I was, my assumption after that was that I'm just hor- like horrifyingly allergic to cats right yeah and so then eventually i just gave in it was like look i will take this cat this this adorable little kitten but if i have a terrible allergy problem i'm going to give him back and they're like fine good and so they, they gave me like litter and they gave me a little bit of food and they're really nice about it and i was like well I, and like i didn't have any problems and i think i'm still mildly allergic but just like for some reason that allergy has gotten better and now i have this giant cat who mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure I saw his dad in the neighborhood ambling around, and he was massive. Like, his dad was uh-huh. just this massive alley cat. So That's I think he's... Horrifying. <laughs> yeah, it was... He was not, not like, you know, aggressive, but he was just, like, this, this like, like intimidatingly large cat. And eventually, yeah. I, well, like, I didn't realize that was his dad until Fitz grew up. To be here. Yeah, I was like, oh, okay, all right. Your dad was a bruiser, and you're you're uh, you're baby bruiser. You would be a bruiser if you weren't such a coward. Oh yeah, he's a total coward. He's the the biggest coward I've ever met in my life. Um, he cowers under my feet, under my legs when there's a any kind of rain, like any mm. kind of rain, like a little bit of rain. He immediately just runs under my feet and will not will not move. Not even like yeah, like uh, a storm, just like rain. Oh yeah, just rain. He's like, like yeah. a dog, basically, yeah. except more of a coward than dogs. <laughs> yeah. Aww. Yeah. Well, I'm glad he feels like uh, safe with you guys. <laughs> yeah, he's he's. Uh, I think it, it, either he feels safe or he's such a coward that he doesn't even care that he's. Uh, you know. He doesn't really sheltering care, care. with the enemy. Right. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna put on some more bad music. Um, but yeah, so four minutes left in the program. Yeah, yeah. Should we? I don't know. Final thoughts. I do think that going to post rock shows is a real raw deal if you're a lady person. Yeah, yeah. I yeah, did. Like, for me, like, um, do you get like stared at and stuff to... too? Is it like they're actually too young to stare? Oh, that's not. That's not. That's <laughs> no. That's yeah, yeah. Then. 
Yeah, 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 yeah. Because they're just like, you know, like, um, you know, like, um, you know, like, um, sort of off, you know, like, um, in our own like world too, I think. Yeah, yeah they're like really, yeah. really into it. Which yeah. I like, but then it's like these, I don't know. I, the last post-rock show I went to was This Will Destroy You, which it was good. But like, they're a pretty young band and all of the dudes who were there had like... I don't like that name. Weird surfer hair. Weird surfer hair? Yeah, it's like a thing with post-rock dudes now. It's like shaggy, but kind of uh, curly. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I should talking about Yeah, sure. And like, there was a fog okay. machine, and they were just all staring <sighs> so intently, watching... Because like, technical proficiency is such a big part of post-rock. Sure. They're yeah. just like staring at these guitar dudes' hands, and it was like, this is not my place. <laughs> no. I gotta go. Yeah. Do you, do you yeah, think... Yeah. So here, here's my, my impression of the type of dude who goes to a post-rock show. There's a lot of dudes who are really blazed, right? Correct. And there's probably also dudes who are completely straight edge. Correct. Yeah, like, right? Boom. That's it. Like, yeah. Like, uh-huh. like, dudes who just, like, I wonder how much uh, the, the straight edge guys are, like, looking for the stoners in the crowd just to get mad at them for, be- for like... Yeah. They're like, this is... Yeah, like, that's not, you know, like, how you should listen to this music. Right. Like, you need to be sober to exactly. really appreciate it. Oh, I hate that. <laughs> I hate that so much. But also, post-rock brings you together. That's true. Yeah. yeah. Maybe that maybe they're maybe it's fine. Maybe it's fine. And part of me kind of likes the fact that like this weird genre that for me was like at its peak in like ninety seven to two thousand one is still attracting very young yeah. people into it. That's sort of surprising. I mean it's sort of it's it'd be like sur- it's just it's it's a yeah. displayed surprising longevity for a mm-hmm. genre that I think looks really limited from the outside. It also is a broad enough genre where it's almost like I is not a sensical description of, of of all the things that fall into it at this point. No, I agree. Right? I, and I mean in this like specific formulation yeah. of like Mogwai and friends. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Mogwai and friends. Mogwai, uh, that they should really have their next album should really just be called Mogwai and friends. They would do it too. Oh, they, they would. They actually have a good sense of humor. I think. <laughs> yeah. Um, that's the thing one that, of yeah. one of the more humor humorous of the post rock bands. Really? Oh yeah, they, I think so. I mean, they have what? What? What's finding some examples? Like, Are you still into it? Off of Young Team, a song in which they talk about getting drunk with their oh yeah partners. Um, it's fun. No, like I'm sure that you're right. It's like been um, so long. Even since, being like, named Mogwai. Really. Yeah, they're named after right, yeah, the the, cre- the creatures from the the movie Gremlins. Right. Yeah. Which? Oh, speaking of which. This is a fun tangent. One uh, minute left in the program. So I, I don't know how familiar you are, Emma, with the whole uh, Ricky Gervais, like Carl Pilkington thing that they like the podcast and stuff that they used to do. I don't know if they still do them. Uh, I know of it. I'm aware of their yeah. work. Yeah. Don't, don't, don't worry. It's not <laughs> essential by any means. Uh, but I remember listening. I used to like it when I was younger until I decided that Ricky Gervais was a, a tool. And then uh, there was one point where. Carl Pilkington, who is like the sort of picked on dummy of the group, even though he's not really dumb, he just is sort of weird. Uh, mm-hmm. Was like, what are they? What are, what are those creatures from the movie Gremlins called? And then they immediately started mocking him, like because they're, they're called Gre- like it's the name of the movie. It's like, no, he's right. They're not called Gremlins in the movie. They're called Mogwai. That's the name of the anim- of the, the yeah. Ugh. That's it's so like, annoying. It's so Ugh. irritating that, that that horrible grating laugh that Ricky Gervais does when he, st- he thinks he's, you know, 
write about something when he's like lording it over someone. Oh, I hate it so much. The and the worst. plural of Mogwai is Mogwai. Yeah. <laughs> I, na- I nailed it. I didn't call them Mogwais, did I? No. Okay, good. I don't remember. That would be that would be really uh, <laughs> disgraceful. Um, You'd have to shut the yeah. down. Oh, maybe he's so mad. That thing he does where he like thinks he knows what he's talking about, like thinks he's like an authority on something, and is just like just being like, what's the word? A prig? I don't know what the word for that is. Like <laughs> he's priggish. He's kind of priggish. That's not, even, that's, not, that's not even the right thing. What is it? It's like. He's a he's a know it all. He's a know it all. And smug. stupid smug at the and, same yeah. time. Smug and stupid is perfect. Yes, I'm sh- I'm sure that there is uh, a word for that, but I'm not. Hate it. I'm tired and I'm not getting there. <sighs> well, sorry we couldn't talk for longer, Emma. We have to wrap things up. I think so. No worries. Yeah, but thanks for calling. You and me and Callie should all go to a post rock show. I'm not allowed. I'm not, oh God, I'm not okay. invited. You're actually out of the Target demo now because you're too old. Oh, come on. There's plenty. So of, you could come. There's so many guys. No, there's a lot of 30 31. <laughs> That's probably the, the like median age of post No, I shows. swear, though, at this, at really? this, this will destroy you show. It was mostly dudes who were too young to drink. Huh. It was an all ages show, and it was That's like everybody was super young. I feel like most. Anyway. That's kind of cool, though, I guess. I don't know. They just like scare me, I guess. Teenagers, I mean. Oh no, teenagers are terrifying. They're they're because some of them are great, but they even even the ones who are great have like a nervous energy that is just kind of off putting. If that nervous. makes sense, yeah, definitely. Right? It's like that sort of like the sweatiness is just hard to be around because then, then it reminds me of how awful it was to be a teenager. I just don't want to like have to think about that really. Yeah, uh, yeah. Reminds you. I just, On that super positive note, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, uh, we're, we're, Thank we're, you for calling. Wrapping the show. Nice to talk to you, Emma. Thanks. Yeah, Thank you. you too. Always Have a pleasure. Night. Have Bye. fun drawing. Bye. Bye. Well, sorry for starting the music talk halfway into the show, but that's fine. We gotta. I think yeah. we gotta dial down the low-level news segment. Oh no, it's great. I love it. I think it needs to be mm. half as long as it is. We are gonna have to discuss this because I think it's great. I'm not saying it's bad. I'm saying it shouldn't take half the program. Maybe it should be the whole program. I'll start my own show called Low Level News. I'm going to quit and jump out the window. I'm out, guys. I'm just going to crank up that bed music just to, just to bring it back down again. All right, guys. Uh, no show next week. Yeah, no show. I have to work. Wah, wah. Yeah. Um, unless, unless I, could, I guess we could do the show from the shop, but that would probably be terrible. So, <sighs> all right. Well, thanks for listening. For those of you who listened, and no thanks to those of you who didn't, who are now listening on the podcast. I guess that's no, but thank you for listening to the podcast. That let me back that up. Thanks to those of you who listened live, and thanks to those of you who are listening now on this recording. That does not exist yet but will as soon as I hit this button